Hello! Good Sunday morning and welcome to the Pittsburgh Pirates Rant Podcast. I can't remember if I took off yesterday from the podcast or two days ago or I don't know. said that I did one yesterday, but I'm pretty sure yesterday I was super tired, man. I don't know if I got a podcast in, to be honest with you. Um, And I was kind of burned out from baseball, but I did work uh, two overnights so far and I have two more to go. So I have four in a row which is going to be a little taxing. I'm trying to just take it one overnight at a time because, um, first of all, you got to make sure you get enough sleep before the overnight. Um, I made that mistake a couple days ago, and I was just painfully tired, you know. Uh, And then you just got to be mentally prepared for when things get busy um, in the morning. So it's like the first six hours of my night are killing time. And then the next two and a half hours, it's really busy with people needing to get ready at the nursing home and stuff like that. So I was between sleep yesterday when I watched the beginning of the pirate game. And uh, I just got to see um, the uh, Rays get a two-run single. And then uh, I was getting tired again. So And I wanted to make sure I got enough sleep. So, yeah, I wasn't able to watch the whole game. Went back to sleep. And then I got up. And the Pirates were winning. And uh, it was kind of like what I said the day before. I'm I'm impressed. Even though the Rays have a lot of injuries right now, uh, I'm still impressed that the Pirates are really hanging in there with them. Because um, if you look at the Rays' ERAs, they have some pretty good pitching. Uh, So when um, Suwinski hit that three-run homer, um, usually if your team hits a three-run home run, especially the Pirates because they have a pretty good record when they score five or more runs, um, you're going to get the win. Um, but unfortunately, uh, that didn't happen. Like I said, when I woke up, um, it was just going into the ninth inning. And I figured they were going to bring Bednar in. Uh, so I went and listened to some of the game on the radio. And uh, they were saying that um, there was two outs, nobody on. Uh, the first guy was patient and drew a walk. The second guy went 3-0, and so he got his walk. And then um, the third hitter, uh, apparently it hit um, Bednar. I didn't see it, but apparently it hit Bednar. And the radio announcer for the Rays was saying that he potentially could have had a bang-bang play at first base. Um, But he decided not to make the throw because, um, I don't know, he felt like if he didn't get the guy at first, that maybe the run would score. Uh, I'm not sure, but whatever reason, um, he just kind of stared the guy down at third base and uh, ate the ball. So you had bases loaded with two outs. And I remember when they had first and second, the guy that hit the um, the ball off of Bednar, he had really poor numbers. You know, he was batting like 140, maybe a rookie, stuff like that. Um, but he was able to drive the ball up the middle. Now, I remember the next guy, which I think was Paredes, Um, He was a very good hitter. So I was like, ah, what's going to happen here? And then Bednar got ahead of him 0-2. I think when the pitching coach came out, he just said, hey, throw strikes, trust your stuff, whatever happens, happens, you know, because he had walked a couple guys and the bases were loaded. So um, he threw another strike and uh, Paredes hit the ball into the outfield and the Rays got a walk-off win. But I was actually looking at it more on the bright side than a lot of the Pirates' Twitter yesterday. Um, I think they were really stung by the loss. Um, But the way I look at it is um, they are competing with a playoff team on the road 
And they had a chance to win both of those games. Now, normally Bednar would get the save, but you can't count on your closer to get every save. Um, that usually doesn't happen with any closer. I mean, sometimes they have bad outings. And um, I don't know. I mean, some people are blaming it on the usage. And that's certainly something that I mentioned, you know, having Bednar pitch 2.1 innings or having him throw 50 pitches here and there, you know, just to get one win in uh, May or June usually isn't the best idea because it gets things get a lot tougher in July and August. You know what I mean? Um, The weather is brutally hot. Um, The good teams are better. You know, especially in August after the after the trade deadline. So, you know, you usually want to save your closer up. Um, but whatever, you know. I mean, I can't blame the manager. At this case, you know, even though a lot of people are blaming the manager, I just look at it as, um, you know, he's going to have a bad outing once in a while. And um, hopefully he's feeling fine and whatnot and he'll come right back. Uh, maybe not today, but um, early on in the next series. Um, the next series is easier, I believe. Um, Washington is terrible. Their pitching is horrendous. Um, the Pirates took three out of four from them in Pittsburgh earlier in the year. And, uh, you know, it's at Washington, but I just think it's probably going to be a lot worse pitching. So the fact that Sawinski hit that three-run bomb off of a good pitcher was a good sign. And he does have a flair for the dramatic um, a lot of his home runs have been very dramatic. You know, he's got a couple walk-off hits already this year. So, you know, he is a, a fan favorite. Um, I mean, he definitely needs to um, make more contact. Um, his batting average is still below 220. But the fact that he's hit this many home runs and has played well in the outfield, including good instincts on getting jumps on balls and stuff like that, um, he's definitely a guy you're going to keep up here, you know. Now, there are a few players getting ready to come up for this next series. Um, you have um, Kevin Newman. You have um, Ben Gamel. And you also have Yoshi that are ready right now. And then Van Meter, we'll see what happens with him. Um, he hasn't really even hit the ball on his um, on his rehab assignment. So, you know, I don't know if they're going to be in any hurry to bring him up. But, I mean, I would think that. Judging by the rehab assignments that they're going to bring up, um, Yoshi, Kevin Newman, and um, and uh, the other guy right away. So Ben Gamel. Um, so Ben Gamel is a nice player. He probably takes some playing time away from um, Suwinski and also away from uh, Bly Madris. Um, but hey, Bly guy has looked really good. You know, he's looked really good. He's hit the ball really well. He's got a good arm out there. He is also making the plays, you know. So pleasantly surprised, I think everybody is with Bly Madris. Uh, you never know who's going to make it. Um, he could end up being a better player than O'Neill Cruz. You just never know. I mean, you have to wait and see what happens. Um, O'Neill Cruz, I think uh, he's doing okay. He's hanging in there. I think he's hitting like 260 or something like that. Um, his ops is um, below the league league average so far, probably around two. Probably around 670, something like that, but um, or maybe 650 something. But whatever the case may be, um, we're just going to see what have to see what happens. I mean, I'll give you a good example. Um, a guy that was actually uh, ranked ahead of um, O'Neill Cruz in the rankings 
going into this year as far as rookies go was uh, Spencer Torkelson. You know, a guy with all the tools and a lot of power, just like O'Neal Cruz. And he has struggled. Uh, I don't even think he played yesterday. So let me go to um, the day before just to give you his numbers uh, for the Detroit Tigers. Now, the whole Tigers team has struggled, um, and he's definitely a part of it. Um, but you never know who is going to produce at the major league level. And Spencer Torkelson is hitting 192 with a 572 OPS. I think he only has like four home runs. And I was telling Jim, I was mentioning to Jim Rosati the other day on Twitter. I said, well, it looks like that guy from St. Louis is going to be a better player than Torkelson. He's like, oh, you're crazy. That's the dumbest thing you've ever said. And you never know. We'll see what happens, man. You know? I mean, my prediction with Torkelson after seeing what he's done so far is that he probably will be a guy that hits around 225 and hits some home runs if he's able to stick in the major leagues. So not all of these top prospects make it, and definitely not many of the prospects ranked between, like even in the top 100, um, a very small minority of them really make it to be everyday major league players as far as guys ranked through 20 and 100. Um, so you never know with any of these guys until you see what they can do against major league pitching. And that includes O'Neill Cruz. I mean, we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, obviously, he got the headlines on SportsCenter with his throw, you know, with his exit velocity on his base hit and stuff like that. Um, but you're never going to know how they do in the major leagues until you see them do it for three or four years, you know. Um, you know, for instance, there was other prospects that ranked ahead of um, Brian Reynolds, you know, but he was the guy that ended up being the all-star, you know, and it looks like he's going to be able to do it year in and year out. Um, so as far as the rookies go, those are the three guys that have really done well so far. Um, Bly Madris, even though it's only been like a few games. O'Neal Cruz, even though it's only been like a few games. And um, it looks like Jack Sawinski on the hitting side. The guys that have already possibly flamed out um, I think probably Cal Mitchell. Um, I don't think Coy Park is going to do anything. And Diego Castillo, um, even though he hits home runs, he hasn't hit enough home runs to be used in the same sentence as um, Jack Sawinski to this point. Um, he hit a big bomb the other day, um, and it went a long way. And it was his seventh home run. Um, but he's also batting 192. Um, with an OPS in the five. So um, I certainly wouldn't think that um, Diego Castillo is, uh, you know, a shoe-in to be a major league regular, as none of these guys are. Um, and it's a good chance that he won't make it, you know. There might even be a better player coming up that is um, that ends up being a better not-everyday player, you know what I mean, like a utility-type guy. Um, G. Juan Bay could end up being a better utility type guy than he is. And also, you never know with Henry Davis. You know, people get angry when you, um, at me at least, when I'm a little bit critical of Henry Davis because he's not hitting the ball or O'Neill Cruz because of his errors in the minor leagues. But these guys are going to have to prove it on the field. You know, and Henry Davis is a guy that isn't like the best defensive catcher. And he has hit the last couple games. Um, but this is a guy that's got to prove that he can hit in double A 
before we talk about bringing him up to the major league team next year. But, I mean, some people just look at prospect lists and they want that guy up right now. And that's just being a fan, you know. You want to see all the prospects right now to see what they have. But it really is better in most cases to um, have them have some success in the minor leagues. I mean, there's not necessarily a number of at-bats you have to have. But you want to have them, you know, really get their confidence in the minor leagues before you put them up against major league pitching. Um, so it didn't upset me that O'Neill Cruz wasn't being brought up, you know, because he he wasn't he hadn't really dominated for an extended period of time. So despite his tools, despite his hype, despite his ranking, you know, I was fine with having him come up when he came up. And we'll just have to see what happens, you know. Riley Green was brought up at the same time. I think Riley Green's got off to a little better start in his first few games. I think he's batting three fifty. Um, but you never know. Like I said, even after the first couple years, guys could go into a mi- major slump and just never produce. Um, even guys that have been rookie of the year have fizzled out later on in their careers. So uh, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of dedication. And mostly what it takes to be a major leaguer is it takes consistency, you know. And speaking of consistency, um, we'll have to see what Roanzi Contreras can put together today. Um, he has had mostly good outings, um, and he's had a couple of tough outings, but for the most part, you know, I really like the way Roanzi Contreras, um, just stands up there and is confident in his stuff. Um, you know, something that Mitch Keller doesn't always do, uh, and Mitch Keller's been doing it for three years now, you know, he's got a lot of starts under his belt and, um, he took a few lumps in the first inning his last time out and... That's been the problem with Mitch Keller his whole career, you know. He'll have a good outing except for one inning. He'll have a good outing except for all the home runs. Or he'll have a good outing except for all the walks, you know. And to be a major league regular, you have to put it together all the time. Especially if you want to remain a starter in this league. um, Because there's only so many spots for starters. And you could see when we face the Cubs that there's just not a lot of great starting pitching out there. I mean, they had the start. A few guys that just weren't ready yet um, and couldn't even find the strike zone, let alone get guys out. Uh, And we saw the same thing with the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, They sent one of their starters back down to the minor leagues. And uh, he's actually the guy that faced Burroughs last night. And um, Burroughs outpitched him to some extent. I mean, he only went 4.1 innings, um, but he only really gave up one run, and it was a home run. Um, Didn't give up any walks, you know. So he actually had a better outing than the guy that was uh, Libertor, I think his name is. You know, a higher-ranked prospect. The guy that the Pirates faced for the Cardinals. And then he just didn't do enough, you know. So he got sent back down. And I'm sorry about the yawning, but like I said, it's my second straight um, overnight. The sun is in my eyes, you know. I don't do any edits, you know, so I can't edit out the yawns. So it is what it is, man. I I just start talking. And then I get my 25 minutes in, and then I stop talking. Um, Quinn Priester also had an outing um, in the minor leagues, and he just did okay yesterday. He went four innings. He had a little more swing and miss stuff this time, but he gave up two runs in four innings on too many pitches. So um, Quinn Priester certainly is not ready for the bigs just yet. Um, he is going to take a lot more time than Burroughs because he didn't have the um, – innings in earlier this year so he's still kind of getting it together 
and he's still on a pitch count and stuff like that. So we had to wait and see with all these guys. <clears throat> and I was making a comment about um, about uh, Stumpy's podcast because he always makes the assumption that these guys are going to make it. You know, he's close with these players, and he always just assumes that these guys are going to make it. When, in fact, we don't know if any of these guys are going to make it. We're just going to have to wait and see it play out. And I like to wait and see it play out, you know, before I make a, um, a ton of predictions. Um, like I said, I have a feeling on Torkelson of what he might accomplish in his career based on, you know, seeing his at-bats over the last couple years. But you never know um, until these things play themselves out. So, so far, I certainly give O'Neill Cruz a B. Um, I mean, he came out in the first inning of yesterday's game and he looked at three called strikes, you know. So anybody else but O'Neill Cruz, people would be complaining about him on uh, Twitter. But um, O'Neill Cruz fanatics and O'Neill Cruz worshipers and people that find themselves in the O'Neill Cruz cult, uh, you, you're not going to blame him for anything that he does wrong. Uh, and it's the same thing with Bednar yesterday, you know. He came out and shit the bed. And yet people were pointing fingers at the manager. Uh, and it's the same thing with Henry Davis, you know. He's the one that is only batting 150 in double A this year. But, you know, we're giving him all kinds of excuses as far as it's the pitchers, you know, throwing at his head. Um, it's the injury. It's whatnot, you know. And maybe he's just not going to make it. I mean, you never know. It's certainly in the realm of possibility that... Henry Davis is not going to be a good catcher, a starting catcher in the major leagues. But when I say that, you know, when I um, mention that, hey, we don't even know if this guy's good enough to be a starting catcher, people think that I'm smoking crack, you know, because they buy into the hype and they see that he's a top 30 prospect in baseball and they just assume that he's good enough to make it and hit major league pitching and catch major league pitchers and call major league games and you know, you just don't know. Really, the only thing we know is that he seems to have a strong, accurate arm behind the plate. Um, but so does Tyler Heineman, you know. And you don't see him being a major league regular. He's lucky to be in the major leagues at all. It's just the fact that the Pirates have no catchers right now, <laughs> you know. So he seems to be the best guy, you know, even better than Michael Perez. Um, let's see, as far as other positions with the Pirates... Um, I would think that Yu Chang will probably be optioned to trip away. I think that, uh, I think if Ben Charrington wants to keep him in the system, but I think when Yoshi comes back up, that he's probably going to be just optioned to trip away so that he can stay in the system. Um, I still think there's a good chance, based on the fact that he's hitting 195, that um, Diego Castillo might be the odd man out. Um, when um, when uh, Kevin Newman comes back. And I do think Kevin Newman will probably be the everyday guy at second base. Um, but he could potentially share time with um, Marcano. And Marcano might just end up be play, being playing all over the place, you know. So he might be your backup second baseman, your backup shortstop, and your backup left fielder. Um, because Sheltie likes to move these guys around. And, you know, you only have 12 or so position players and 12 or so um, pitchers now with the new, uh, the new rules coming into effect and um, 
the shrinking of the active roster again, you know, post-COVID. So you need guys that are flexible. And I would think that Hoy Park would be sent down. Um, he's still up here, even though people thought that he would only be up here for like a few days. Um, Hoy Park is also still up here. So if you send those two guys that you got back from the um, uh, Clay Holmes trade, and that would be Hoy Park and Diego Castillo, if you send those guys down, um, you only have to send one more guy down, and that would probably be Yu Chang. So everybody else could potentially make the cut, um, but they possibly, you know, might want to send an outfielder down, um, and that would be Cal Mitchell if he's still up on the active roster. I haven't seen him play in a couple days, and I don't always follow these things that closely, uh, but I would think that maybe that's the call. Um, but we'll see how today's game goes. I'm going to try to wake up from my sleep in time to watch some of the 1 o'clock game. Uh, and then I'm probably going to go back to sleep for a while. Uh, maybe even after the game. We'll see how long I can stay up. And then then get up and go to work. And then maybe even do a podcast tomorrow. And we'll see how the Pirates did. Because I know that um, the uh, Rays have a really good starter going today. And I know that the Pirates have their best starter going today. So it should be a good low-storing game. Um, if you want to bet on it, you could potentially bet the under um, because neither of these clubs have great um, lineups right now. And then we'll also find out whether um, Wander Franco is activated for this game, uh, whether Key Brian Hayes is playing in this game, and that might also play a factor in how many runs are scored off of these top-notch pitchers. Um, so enjoy your Sunday. Relax. Spend some time with family. Watch the ball game. And, um, you know, just chill before you ho- go, have to go back to work if you're working a traditional week, which I am not. I'm working a Friday night, a Saturday night, a Sunday night, and a Monday night. So we'll see if I've survived that. Peace out to you guys.